it's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Let us welcome tonight's guest. Something tells me he'd do very well on The Apprentice. Philanthropist and executive VP of the Trump Organization, Eric Trump. And standing next to him is considered a fertility treatment. Co-host of Fox and Friends Weekend, Pete Hexit. She gets arrested just to save money on delousing. Fox News contributor, Cat Tip. And he's so big, Jumbo Shrimp. Tell him, just call us shrimp. My massive sidekick in the NWA World Television Champion, Tyrus. Oh, Greg, I am the only girl again. Yes. Like Guy Town in here. Ooh, it does feel like Guy Town. You know what that means. Guy Town, gambling with your buddies, lifting weights. Hey, beer is cool. Watching sports with your friends and being handsome. But it's okay if you're not handsome. Guy Town. Be nice to kill me. I know. No, you know what? He doesn't deserve it. Uh, you're like the you're like the president of Guy Town. <laughs> I'd I would like to get love the, that. I'd like you to give compliment. me the key to the city. <laughs> That's a good compliment. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you know, Pete, uh, I kind of glossed over it in the monologue, but it's like the biggest part of this. The invasion of privacy. Like, how are they? What are you going to? I mean, you, you're going to go and ask people like what their sexual orientation is or if they have a disabled issue that they, that you can't visually see. So so the ratings were the second worst. Yes. Uh, the This is only going to go downhill. Right. It's called Aperture 2025. Mm -hmm. And there's there's five different four different standards, standard A, B, C and D. The second standard in standard A is the story must center on women, LGBTQ people, a racial or ethnic group or the disabled. Right. Now that's just on camera. Right. Then in standard B, you go to the crew and you have to, you know, the whoever choreographs it or whoever does the cinematography. That person has to check a certain number. I mean, you have ceased caring about whatever story you're telling and having the best people telling it. And you've become a woke factory. Their ratings are only going to go down even more. I say just watch the Patriot Awards. Yes, there you go. That's all you need. That's all you need. You know what? I just thought of something, the solution. Imagine moving to Hollywood because as one person, you ticked all the boxes. (laughs) Right? Like it would have, you would be the most in-demand person if you were um, minority, disabled, uh, gay, lesbian. You just have to get it all in one box. And handicapped. And handicapped to say what? Oh, oh I, you did. Sorry. Ably challenged. I don't. I don't. I, 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 I apologize to the people at home. Isn't that so creepy though? Yeah. Like they have to ask you, like, okay, who do you have sex with? Right. Like, at, like that's. Yeah. Remember, with like the, the whole thing used to be like, what you do in your bedroom is your business. Mm-hmm. Now it's like documenting what you do in your bedroom is part of our business model so we can then report it to a third party. <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. And that's progressive? That's creepy. It is creepy. It's not as creepy as the cameras in your bathroom, but it's pretty creepy. 
I still don't know why you have them in there. Well, they're, they're displayed prop, like promptly. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, liability, obviously. Yeah, it's like they're hidden cameras. Yeah. Eric, uh, I've, we've we've all been talking about the slap. What did what did you, did it make the Oscars more interesting for you? Did you care one way or the other? Well, it's the only thing that was interesting about the Oscars. No one wants to watch this crap. Yeah. By the way, I mean, to your point before about checking all these boxes, in all fairness, they've been checking these boxes for years, right? They haven't been as public about it, but they've been checking the boxes. And I would actually bet anybody here right now, name three movies from this year. I mean, Pete, name three movies from this year. The, the reality is you can't do it because they don't make good stuff anymore. I mean, yeah. think, go back 10 years with... Saving Private Ryan and Gladiator and these, you know, these great movies. Everybody Only white people. <sighs> Eric, Clearly. make me sick. <laughs> but everybody loved going to them, right? You can't name a movie these days. And by the way, you no longer have characters. No one relates to these people, right? You have the Jesse Smollett's now and you have the Alec Baldwin's. And I mean, think about that if it was a Republican that would have shot some woman and killed her. And mm-hmm. think about last night. Think about if I went up and I would have slapped Chris Rock. It would have been a hate crime. It would have been, they would have literally arrested me on the spot. You wouldn't have made it out of there. There's a double standard that's happening and the whole country sees it. And that's why literally half of the country has tuned this crap out. It's no longer interesting. These are, these are no longer our role models. We know their personal lives and we don't like their personal lives. So we don't want to watch them on a screen pretend to be somebody that they're not. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, I do think there were some good movies last year. Right, Tyrus? Did we? Uh, I like None of our pizza. movies ever make the list. Great. Well, I think Licorice Pizza was nominated. That was the only nominated. one I recognized. Yeah, but everything else, like that's what the Academy Awards are. We, they're no longer. I thought about it. We yesterday. I was like, I guess we're a long way from Sally Field's speech, which was mm-hmm. even before my time. But there was something that where uh, the Academy Awards used to bring everybody together. Yeah. To celebrate excellence. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah. Now it's bring everyone together to be noticed. Yeah. So it's not even a star on the stage. Everyone there needs the mic on them. Right. Everyone is special. And the problem is when you get a whole room full of special people, nothing ever gets done. Yeah, that's true. And that's why, and it's not just in movies. We're seeing it across the, we see it across the country. Filling a box and you're not qualified is worse than saying, I don't want you working here because you're black. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're making it horrible for everybody because it's like, what do I have to do to myself to get a job? It's no longer integrity, resume, education. It is I have to dye my hair purple. I got to put a nose in my ring and I got to say that I'm, I'm, I'm black and I'm a breeder, but I'm not really into heterosexuality. I just do it for the kids. <laughs> so that puts me in one lane. <laughs> and therefore, I, I fit a bu- that's, that's where we're at now. And not once not one person asked me about, well, do you have anything? Yeah. You know, do you have any education for rocket scientists? Hello, I'm a breeder who doesn't identify being with women. So (laughs) when do I start? Yeah, yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts. President Biden checks his notes while telling us, ignore my direct quotes. On Monday, President Biden referred to a printed cheat sheet and not the label with his name and return address on it, while claiming he had no apologies for his remarks that Putin cannot remain in power. And that's how he'll start World War III, with cliff notes. On the bright side, the president can still read. Among the the notes captured on that photo... I was expressing the moral outrage I felt towards the actions of this man. Why do you need notes for that? 
Also, I was not articulating a change in policy. You know, it's sad. Biden needs notes to explain what he said without notes. Meanwhile, one former KBG, KBG, KGB agent said Biden's hindering negotiations. Every time our president uh, makes a personal attack on Vladimir Putin, I cringe because Putin is paranoid. So why negotiate? And when 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 somebody like that is in a corner, then watch out. He might actually uh, take uh, 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 go, go to weapons that nobody wants. All right. Sorry, Boris. That's just how Joe rolls. He's scared corn pop out of using nukes and he'll do the same with Putin. Of course, Biden's got plenty of support in his corner. Unfortunately, so did Michael Spinks. It's a boxing reference. <laughs> Former Defense Secretary Leon Panetta says Joe stumbles are because he's Irish. At this point in the game, you've really got to keep your messages very simple and very direct. And I think this created some confusion uh, that wasn't helpful. I happen to think that Joe Biden, uh, you know, is Irish. Uh, really has a great deal of compassion when he sees that people are suffering. Mm, in that case, I've seen drunk leprechauns with better judgment. A bigot would say, not me. If Joe's so sensitive to people's suffering, here's a tip. Stop causing it. And you know it's bad when Don Lemon is defending you. Quite honestly, I think this, this is a media-manufactured story. I think we should ease off a little bit because that's not what the president said. He, is, he did not say regime change. I uh, kind of did. But at least when he says something stupid, no one's watching. So what does Joe think? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, 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 that guy's right. I'm, I'm Irish, man. When, when I get emotional, I start seeing moons and stars and clovers. And then I am ready to go. I am ready to dance, man. That was unexpected. <laughs> I like it when I don't watch stuff before I do the show. <laughs> Eric, he's Irish, so we should cut him some slack. What, what is it with picking on the Irish this week? Right? So, so Biden, earlier this yeah. week, he goes, I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid, I, which yeah. is like the, the greatest it's disrespect. <laughs> Why is everybody picking on the Irish? I love the Irish. The Irish are the greatest people in the world. But, like, this whole thing is just theater. It's, it's all a joke. Like, it... Can you think of a time where we've ever had to have France be the negotiators for mm. America? Like the fact that we can't actually talk to world leaders because the world leaders either disrespect us, don't like us because we mess up our foreign policy. I mean, we can't call Putin. We can't call Saudi Arabia. We yeah. can't call we can't call anybody right now. Yeah. And we actually have to negotiate through a country that's one tenth our size from a GDP standpoint. Like to me, that's awfully sad. Yeah, it shouldn't happen. America should be able to pick up the phone. The president of the United States should be able to pick up the phone from the Oval Office and call and actually effectuate change. And this guy can't do it. Maybe it's the type of phone. If it was a rotary phone, Tyrus, Biden would be all over it. But he, these <laughs> things yeah, are very. Real. You know, he really. Yeah. Sim simple Joe, for real. Like, yeah. Well, no, he can handle a push, no. a push button. One. You know how many staff Stop. members have to pull his fingers out of the phone? And yes. It'd be wrapped around his neck and remember how, <laughs> no. remember how long when somebody had a, a zero, you had to go all the what way around. What did you say? They had to redial. They yes. had to click it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I heard stories. I'm like not going to. You know what? I, look at. 
I use notes okay. all the okay. time. Okay, I, I know what I, I was prepared for that. Yes. Okay, but your notes are complicated and probably a little obscene. <laughs> True. His notes were so simple, simple that it is sad. Yeah. He, they the questions were written for him, so that means that the press had to submit those questions for them. Mm-hmm. And they a cheat sheet is if this if that. This was a compete sheet. So basically it was, you're going to get asked this question and this answer. And this man had to hold it in his hand. He still couldn't leave it in front of him. Yep. He couldn't remember three, three questions. Yeah. He couldn't remember. And they were always like, and they were his thoughts were the answers. Yeah. They, was it, they weren't math. It wasn't a math test. No. It wasn't a litmus test. It was asking him about something he said 24 exactly. hours ago. If there is ne- and no jokes aside, this is a man who's suffering from dementia or to the point where, and that right there, that should be the thing that the Senate is looking at. That is the type of notes, not even written in his own hand. Someone had to write it for him. Yeah. And, it's, and it's scary. Kat, uh, yeah, it, it, if, if, if he was expressing moral outrage, you don't even have to, I don't even have to write notes for my moral outrage. But then again, I'm never morally outraged because I'm so disgusting. That's true. You don't really have, <laughs> really have moral out. I would call it moral outrage. <laughs> outrage. Uh, yeah, I think the problem is that I don't think Putin watches Don Lemon tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. The, the issue this whole time wasn't that, oh, that's not what he said. You have to get it right. It's that Putin did think that he was talking about regime change. Mm-hmm. So that is a problem, just objectively. Mm-hmm. He's obviously feels threatened by this because Biden, we, you know, United States has nukes. Obviously, he feels threatened. That's what people are concerned about. Not that, oh, he said a bad thing. It's about what the consequences of that could potentially be. All right, Pete, I'm going to ask you the question, the hot question. Okay. Ooh, that should be a new thing where I go, we're going to ask the hot question. And then this thing comes out and goes, <laughs> hot question. There is a belief, and I think Neil Ferguson mentioned this in Bloomberg, that the White House has a desire to keep the war going in order to bleed Russia dry, which cynically and willingly accepts thousands of dead Ukrainians. Like, we want this to keep going because it hurts Russia, and we know, we know that that means more, more, we don't, we want this to go on. Do you buy that? Uh, no, because it infers competency mm. on the Biden administration. Oh, you mean that they actually have a strategy? As if they actually have a strategy. Have a stra- right. you, you don't spend two months before the war breaks out saying you're going to issue sanctions to deter the war. Right. And then the war actually happens. happens and you, yeah. Okay. And then it becomes a morass and you, you, you go for three days over to Poland and mm. you say, we might use chemical weapons. Oh, we're going to help. We're going to send American troops into your country. And oh, by the way, regime change. That's where we're at. Yeah. And then, and then he walks to the podium in the White House. You look at the top of that card. It says tough Putin Q&A. <laughs> yeah, I know. What does that tough mean? It's Putin. brutal. The, the toughest question you're going to get is the absolutely most <laughs> obvious question you're going to be asked because you said at the end of the script when you went off your teleprompter that Putin needs to go. And your answer is moral outrage in one bullet and you repeat it over and over again. Yep. I like I love playing the what if Trump game, mm-hmm. especially when there's a Trump here. Yeah. yeah. OK. <laughs> I like what if Trump say, would say how quickly would they invoke the 25th Amendment yeah. right now if it were Trump mm-hmm. in 10 seconds? Instead, they're playing defense for this guy who now today they're trying to explain why we're now training Ukrainian troops in Poland mm-hmm. because he said they were going to Ukraine. And then he said, no, we're training them, which we're not doing. Yeah. It's an absolute mess and it's an embarrassment and it's unacceptable. I mean, the fact is, 
that's humiliating to give him that. And to, they had to tell him, we don't trust you to do this on your own. It's like, it's like, okay, we let you go out there on your own once <laughs> and true. you screwed up. And then you it's screwed true. up a second. We're giving you notes. I mean, it's like, a, it's like, it's kind of like a punishment. Very they could great. only fit two questions on his notes. I know. All right. This makes me sick to my stomach or it could have been the chili. <laughs> <laughs> we are out of time. Thanks to Eric Trump, Pete Hegseth, Cat Tippett, Tyrus, Fox News tonight with evil Shannon Bremis. Next time, Greg Gutfeld. And I love you, America. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.